When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Football Laker Nation, I'm sitting here like Patrick Ewan in Game 7 after watching that narrow Lakers victory and play-in game they should have never been in for multiple reasons. One is because the 7th Street shouldn't be in a play-in tournament, but that's a whole different story. Most important part is Lakers win this game versus the Golden State Warriors. Now cement that 7th seed thanks to a 61-45 second half the Lakers, by the skin of that ass, win this one 103-100 at home. And they needed every ounce of effort from everyone on the floor. But they got into this game. You are here with your main man, Ethan Noroff, on a solo ride for this one. We could not delay this pod for a second longer. You know it's cutting right after the game. It was a grandmother's birthday. I had to cut myself off from the entire world. No Twitter notifications, no cell phone text message alerts, no group chats, no nothing, because I had to record the start of this game, and I was about 15 minutes behind by the time it finally ended. So you already know where my anxiety levels were as I was watching along, okay? But the most important thing is the Lakers come out with a huge dub, cement the seven, and now play the Phoenix Suns in the first round of the postseason. This was a Lakers game that we did not like in the first half, okay? We did not like what we saw. The effort level was poor, and that's being kind, and the level of production from the guys who were supposed to produce simply was not there. And we're going to get into the rotations because they changed pretty dramatically in the second half. But in that first half, especially after Steph hit that last second three to put the Lakers down by 13, which I believe at that point was the largest lead of the game, the Lakers looked like a defeated team. They were hanging their heads. The energy was not there. And they looked like a bunch of tired folks. Now, I've sat here and I've talked to you guys about this. This is a team on the brink. When a team is on the brink, they're usually capable of doing one of two things. One is they're capable of coming together and achieving that collective greatness. Or two is they fold and they fold quickly. Of course, we hope for the for, for the last for, for the Lakers not folding quickly here, okay? We want to see a long and extended playoff run, but it is going to be difficult for them to sustain a culture of winning as they move forward in the postseason if they're going to shoot 40.5% from the field. It's going to be difficult if they take more than 33s and don't even clip it at a 33%. So the Lakers have to clean up their game. Only 11 turnovers in this one, which isn't terrible, especially as compared to the Warriors' 20. Big reason why the Lakers won this game, but still got to clean it up on that side too. The first half was abysmal. Nothing short of it. I mean, I really can't stress this enough. Anthony Davis looked horrendous. LeBron James looked horrendous. Dennis Schroeder, who was not effective in this game whatsoever, looked terrible. And the Lakers looked like they were searching in a major way. It was a serious concern. Now, you fast forward to the second half. Dennis Schroeder actually got himself pulled out of this game. Okay? Alex Caruso was the better player. 
it would not surprise me to see Alex Caruso play more minutes than Dennis Schroeder if this level of play continues. Because Alex Caruso is going to play big minutes no matter what, so long as he's available, okay? We know Alex Caruso is going to be on the floor. But in the second half of this game, after an ineffective first half, that saw Andre Drummond do nothing productive on the, on the floor. The Lakers really went away from that in the second half. We saw at the beginning of the first half, or excuse me, toward the end of the first half, that the Lakers finally, and I mean finally, went to their best lineup. Their best lineup being Anthony Davis inside at the five spot. Anthony Davis played 42 minutes in this game, by the way. LeBron James, 35 minutes in this game. Both guys playing heavy minutes despite coming in at well less than 100%. Both the guys wind up with stat lines that just make you just absolutely roll your eyes and say they did it again. And, of course, LeBron James, I buried the lead here. You guys know it took me four minutes to get to this miraculous, and I mean just sensational, three-point shot that wound up being the ceiling of the deal for the Lakers down the stretch. I mean, he took a shot where he said he couldn't see, took it from deeper than where Steph Curry likes to pull up, and was nothing but net. Absolutely beautiful. LeBron James, plus 13 in this game. The only Laker with a higher plus minus was Wes Matthews, plus 17. We'll get to him in a little bit. LeBron James finishes this one with 22, 11, and 10. Triple-double for Braun. Two of four from distance. Six of nine from the line. You'd like to see a little bit better there, but that's typical LeBron stuff. Seven of 17, definitely not his most efficient effort, but does it really matter when the rest of the numbers look as they do? Anthony Davis took 24 shots to get 25 points, but 25 and 12, active defensively. Uh, hit one big three-pointer in the second half, but still struggling from downtown, just one of six. Important to see him hit four or four free throws tonight. Free throw line has been a struggle for him all year long. Okay. So we talked about how the Lakers, if they're going to move forward in this postseason, we're going to have to figure out that center position. That was when it was just between three guys. And those three guys being Andre Drummond, Marcus Saul, and Montrez Harrell. Now, if the Lakers are going to commit themselves and for their benefit, they most certainly should commit themselves to playing Anthony Davis more minutes inside. It has to, and I cannot stress this enough, it has to come at the expense of Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond did not look good out there, okay? I know this group has only had a limited period of time to be together. I know this group has barely had any practice time, if any practice time, okay? I understand it. Andre Drummond, for for, for his purposes, has really barely been on this team, okay? This isn't an attack at Andre Drummond. But if Marcus Saul is not going to be able to get on the floor, and Markeith Moore is not going to be able to get on the floor. And Andre Drummond, his role on this team might have to be rethought. Will the Lakers come out with a different starting lineup against the Phoenix Suns? They do have DeAndre Ayton inside. So it feels like the Lakers are probably going to stick with Andre Drummond at least to begin the games. But it would not surprise me if we saw more Trez and even more Marcus Gasol in that series versus Phoenix than we did Andre Drummond. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But Anthony Davis needs to play big minutes inside. There is just so much more space, as Jeff Van Gundy said repeatedly on the broadcast. So much more space on the court when he is out there at that five spot. It allows them to play Schroeder, KCP, 
Caruso together if they want to do that. It allows Kuzma to have a little bit more versatility as well with that unit. And it just opens things up for the Lakers. Now, in the first half, we saw the Lakers play Trez. He only played 10 minutes in this game. 4.3 rebounds, not a whole lot else. And we saw Andre Drummond inside. We saw a little bit of Taylor Horton Tucker, just six quick minutes. In the second half, we saw Wesley Matthews come in out of nowhere. We saw Alex Caruso get a big bump in playing time. We didn't see Montrez Harrell at all. We didn't see THT at all. The Lakers' Frank Vogel really tightened up those, those rotations. Now, if you remember Frank Vogel for all the success that he had with the Pacers in Indiana, okay, it did not come without criticism, of course, like any job in the world, right? No matter what you do, there's always people going to critique you. But one of those things was that Frank Vogel was overly committed to his rotations, Meaning even when things were going bad, even when there were players who were outperforming their uh, traditional sort of roles on any given night, they were still adhered to as if, you know, things were just going to magically turn around. And sometimes it costed them the game. And that happens, right? That happens in the NBA. That's not the knock. But we've seen that now continue with the Lakers, where Frank Vogel will continue to go to guys when they're still not getting it done. Because it's just an opportunity away. And I think it's important to empower people. And I think it's important to give them opportunities. So I appreciate that line of thought. But by the same token, it was absolutely beautiful to see Frank Vogel and the coaching staff be capable and more importantly, be willing of making those second half adjustments to win this game. Because if Anthony Davis does not play those minutes inside of the five like he did, I do not think the Lakers win this game. Now, of course, the Lakers might not win this game without without LeBron's miracle shot, no matter what, okay? But regardless, that was a huge switch for this team. Minimizing Andre Drummond's role, huge switch for this team. Wound up being beneficial. Maximizing Alex Caruso, getting Wesley Matthews' energy on the floor. These were huge decisions that had a direct and tangible impact on the outcome of this game. So now, the Lakers find themselves with an ability to at least breathe for the moment, right? They're in the position that it looked like they were going to be since two weeks ago and even longer. They are matching up versus the Phoenix Suns, a team that they just beat, mind you. Now, of course, the Lakers are the most lopsided seventh seed in recent memory. Okay, there's no question about that. The question that I have is how much is left in this Lakers bag? We could sit here and tell you the same thing that we've been telling you for weeks, for episodes on this show, for those who listen to everyone, and I know you're out there and I appreciate you for that. But for weeks, I've sat here and told you, the Lakers are tired. They have undergone a lot of transition. There has been a lot of change. There has not been a lot of opportunities for cohesion. And now they may very well change again in terms of how they start, but more importantly, how they finish the games. They do have these key guys from last season in terms of who helped them close out games, in particular Alex Caruso, in particular Markeith Morris, who can't seem to get on the floor floor right now. But those two guys, it would not surprise me if they wind up playing bigger roles than anyone anticipated, respectively. We knew Caruso would be in the mix. Markeith Morris is sort of always a question mark depending upon the matchup and the rotations, but it would not surprise me to see him come back into the rotation. Okay, The Lakers need to find ways to be able to space the floor, especially, especially with LeBron clearly not getting the same level of elevation 
off that ankle. Okay? These guys also have tired legs. That's the reality. They have played so much basketball since last season. Okay, I'm back at the gym for three weeks. I'm doing squats. I almost fell out get, fell out of my car getting out of it the other day. Now, I'm obviously not an NBA player. I hate running, okay? But at the same time, these guys who train, and this is what they do. This is their life. This is their career. They, they are in the best shape possible, and you can see the wear it's having on them. It's obvious. That's human. As much as we like to joke about LeBron being a cyborg, I think we, we, we've started to see the humanness within him at this point in his career. Now, of course, it wasn't comparable to the injury that Kobe Bryant sustained when he tore his Achilles. But it's the same mentality of this guy who just never seems to be slowed by anything, was finally slowed by something, and of course, it's father time. That also plays a role in recovery, in rehab, and all of those things. I get up out of bed too fast, I gotta sit back down. Welcome to your 30s. This Lakers group needs to be able to come together. They're, the chemistry is not the same as last year. Everybody wants to say it's like last year and this team will sort of just flip the switch on when it comes to the playoffs. Sure, there, there's some there's some small, tiny sort of credence to that, if you even want to call it that. Sure. I believe Anthony Davis and LeBron James will play as hard as they possibly can, knowing what's on the line. I believe all these guys will give their best effort. But it's hard to produce an outcome that you do not practice regularly. And specifically what I mean by that is it goes back to this whole just this this effort thing. And playing up to and more importantly and more obviously, especially down the stretch of the season prior to the final couple weeks. Lakers playing down to their level of competition. Okay, the Warriors played a tough game. And Steph Curry is a generational player and he was excellent. Don't get me wrong. But by the same token, the starting lineup was Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Kent Bazemore, Andrew Wiggins, and Kevon Looney. The Warriors played an eight-man rotation with Juan Toscano-Anderson, Mark Mulder, and Jordan Poole off the bench. No disrespect to you guys. But the Lakers should have won this game. It should not have even been close. This I couldn't help but make in my head this unbelievable sort of connection to how the election unfolded and how Van Jones sat there and said Democrats wanted to see an absolute blowout, a rebuke of Donald Trump. And instead, they saw a tight race all the way to the finish line and it looked like it was going to go in their direction and then maybe not. And then finally, toward the end, victory. That is how that is exactly how this basketball game went. And it's so incredible to me that it took a miraculous and I mean miracle shot from LeBron in order for the Lakers to secure the seventh seed. Now, if you were going to ask Lakers fans, okay, if someone said to you guys at the beginning of the season, hey, 
LeBron and Anthony Davis are both going to miss about half of the year. I bet there would be a lot of Lakers fans who say, well, we're probably not making the playoffs. And that's the reality. If you're missing your two best players for an extended period of time, it is going to be a challenge. I do not care who else is on the team, but it is going to be an even tougher challenge when the parts keep changing and they've already changed. All right, Ben McLemore and Andre Drummond are guys that they brought in along the way as the season unfolded. But Montrez Harrell's new to the mix. Wes Matthews new to the mix. Remember, Dennis Schroeder is new to this mix. And shout out to KCP, man. He has just been so unbelievably steady. I feel like he often gets lost when he plays well, only gets highlighted when he's struggling. KCP has been playing very well. Lakers have to get more from Dennis Schroeder going forward. If he's going to play 30-plus minutes a night, the Lakers have to get more from Dennis Schroeder. And if Brian Windhorst's little rumor is true that the Lakers offered Dennis Schroeder four years and $80 million, and he said, I think I could get more in free agency, this is not a good start for him. Okay? I don't necessarily think that report was true. That said, this is not a good start for him. He's got to show more. He got outplayed by Alex Caruso and then some in this game. Schroeder, a minus 20 plus minus. Minus 20 in a game that the Lakers won by three points and Schroeder played 30 minutes. A game high minus 20. That's almost like impossible to do. So some level of credit should really go to the guys who he spent most of his playing time with on the floor this evening. Because there is no doubt that he was elevated by them in this one. Kyle Kuzma was just fine. I'd like to see a little bit more scoring from him. But, you know, he's still doing those other things. So you love to see that. Wes Matthews, whether he plays 14 minutes, 4 minutes, 24 minutes, it doesn't seem to matter. His shot has been a little bit more consistent, although he was just 1 of 4 in this one. He made his impact on the defensive end, not on the stat sheet. THT would not surprise me to see him cut out of the rotation for the time being. Especially if you're going to go with a lot of those Caruso, Schroeder, KCP lineups with Wes Matthews as the backup in that mix, okay? The Lakers have to tighten screws. They have to get their head on straight. They have to want it. And I think there is some level of satisfaction within that Laker locker room that they want it last year still. Well, this is a new year and it's been a new year, baby. So you can't just bask in the past forever. You got to keep it moving and keep it grooving. The Lakers need to be able to say, I want it this year. I want it again. And they have to be motivated by that goal. They are are a tired group. So they're going to have to look deep in that mirror. They're going to have to dig deep in that bag and pull out some more magic tricks along the way. Because that's what it's going to take to keep this playoff ride going. Okay? But as constructed, thankfully, the Lakers find themselves in the seventh spot, taking on the Phoenix Suns. Starting this weekend, starting Sunday at 12.30, the Lakers and Suns will tip off. Lakers have at least one off night between each of those games. The series could extend into June if it goes beyond four games. I do not think the Lakers will be entirely ready to set off a first round sweep, but I hope 
that they proved me wrong, and winning game one would be a huge start in that process as the Lakers look to recapture their mojo. The Lakers are in the playoffs. You can follow me on Twitter at Ethan underscore Nora. Follow our show at Hoopball Lakers. And of course, the whole Hoopball family at Hoopball Tweets at Hoopball Fantasy. Until game one, we will be back with you. JC will be with me. Enjoy being in the postseason. Let's go, Lakers. We out.